0: welcome to the Drop Bass Not Bombs podcast. I'm your host, Amy Farina, aka MC Unicorn. This is the podcast where I interview interesting people in the electronic music scene who are raving for a cause and making the world a better place. Tune in twice a month to hear incredible stories, advice, and insider tips from ravers, industry professionals, content creators, and more. As always on this podcast, the views and opinions of my guests do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those of my own or those of drop base not bombs. As we do discuss some difficult topics on this podcast, listener discretion is advised. Before we jump into today's episode, a few messages from friends of the podcast and our sponsors. Are you looking for the perfect outfit for your next rave or big night out? When I'm planning my next festival fit, I go to Relita Couture. Relita Couture is a body positive rave fashion brand based in Las Vegas. The clothes are handmade and sure to make you look amazing for your next rave or festival. I've worn Relita Couture now all over the world, both as a raver and while I MC. The clothes are high quality and extremely comfortable. Use code MC Unicorn for 15% off at relitacouture.com because sexy has no size. Welcome back to the Drop Bass Not Bombs podcast. Today we're joined by Spanish DJ B Jones, household name not only in Ibiza, but around the world when it comes to electronic music. It's an honor and pleasure to have her on the podcast. And this interview will also be out on EDM House Network, Heartstyle Mag, the Drop Bass Not Bombs podcast. So no matter where you're watching, let's welcome B. Jones to the podcast. How are you today? Hello. Hello,
1: <laughs> Hello I am good. It's an amazing day today in a big sunny day. I feel really good.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. I've never been there before. Um, I was supposed to go in March or April of 2020,
1: and then Corona happened and I couldn't go. <laughs> okay, you can come this year. This year, I think, will be amazing. The Iceland is already... A lot of people and a lot of party and a lot of everything.
0: Yeah, it seems amazing. I definitely want to go this summer. Is already pretty crazy for me, but maybe next year I'll be able to make it out, or maybe this year if something uh, something changes. I'll be able to go. But so I want to start first with taking it way back to the beginning. What's your earliest electronic music memory?
1: Yeah, my first first one was with. Uh around 11 years that my old sister um, was girlfriend of one DJ, yeah? And yeah, I see um, the boyfriend, see, my sister boyfriend playing music at home. And that is the first.
0: So do you remember what type of music was playing? Was it house music or techno?
1: I think in that moment was house music. But yeah, this was the sound of the 19,
0: electronic 19 music. I love the 90s music. I'm 32, so I'm from the 90s and I'm still listening to to 90s music almost every day. (laughs) It's the best. So how did you go from, so you heard this music in someone's house, and then how did you go from listening to it to the first time to, to becoming a DJ?
1: Yeah, after this, I moved into Ibiza, and with around 16 years old, I was in Pachay, Ibiza, and I see the first woman DJ. Because before, in, this, in that moment, I started to listen to electronic music, follow some artists, but when I move into Ibiza, I see the first woman DJ, and at that moment, I still thinking it's possible. Yeah.
0: Do you remember the who it was? The first woman DJ that you saw? Yeah,
1: Tammy.
0: Oh, cool, nice. I've been to Pasha in New York, but I've never been to uh, Pasha Pasha in Ibiza before. Well, I've never been to Ibiza, but someday I will go there and I'll go to Pasha. But Pasha in New York was pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, I've never been in Pacha, New York and it's closed right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think I think it closed.
0: Um, I think the last time I was there was like 2012 or something like that. It was it was a long time ago. I'm from the New York area originally, so I used to go to Pasha a lot. <laughs> so looking back over time, how has your music style evolved from when you first started DJing to the type of music that you do now?
1: Yeah, it's different, yeah, because when I started to, to play music, I was playing deep house and was completely different style, less energy and less VPN, playing for Sunset in Evita. And, but I started to, to play in club and festival Um my style was changed a little bit and now, I am playing big room. I can play big house a lot and I can play all the style of house too and tech house but my style is big room.
0: Nice yeah I I love all all different types of house I think and there's just so many different subgenres. like you said you have deep house you have there's tech house progressive house tribal house hard house (laughs) like there's so many different types of house music so that's yeah, you can do a little bit of everything. So that's cool. So what's popular right now in Spain? Is it big room? Is it deep house? Or what are you seeing in the clubs that's most popular right now?
1: Yeah, of course, reggaeton, because we are Latin person, <laughs> no electronic. But if we're thinking about electronic music, big room is popular, but also tech house is is really popular, but not used in Spain, is in the world. From 2021, the tech
0: house start to be really popular. Yeah, I I'm seeing that in the U S too. I was at Ultra this year, and yeah, I see that like tech house is becoming more popular. And I I live in the Netherlands now, and um, yeah, I think uh, in in Amsterdam too, you, there's a lot of tech house parties. I'm more from the hard style scene, so <laughs> a little bit different, but yeah, I see that tech house is becoming more popular. So looking specifically. Within house music, are there any trends that are really popular in Spain right now um, or that that you're seeing pop up or across like the stages worldwide
1: that you play? I live in Ibiza. Here is a lot of different trends. Yeah, of course, because here is every day all the big idea in the planet and the producer. Yeah, that I think is now is everybody is everybody know, but a lot of artists and big artists stay referring from the 19 yeah a lot cover for the 19 a lot using different scenes for the 19 that is for me the trend right now
0: yeah yeah I'm seeing I'm seeing that too and I'm wondering what we'll see uh at festivals this summer if it will if it will be the same or yeah we, we're about to get into festival season so we'll see uh we'll see what's gonna happen <laughs> so you've played on stages all over the world how does the rave scene compare or the club scene compare in Spain compared to, yeah, Belgium or the U.S. or other countries?
1: Yeah, in, in one, in the half, every country is the same, but the other half, no, of course. But when you're asking me about Spain, um, if I live in Ibiza, and am playing in Ibiza too. Evita is really international, Yeah. Really, really international. But you're thinking, if I am thinking about using Spain without Ibiza, that is... Separate. Mm-hmm. It's separate, yeah. Um, I think, depending on the country, you found different crowd always. More passion, less passion, yeah. And normally for me, I need 10 minutes in the booth to see the crowd, see the energy, and know what direction I need to take, yeah? Playing in Belgium I just play in Tomorrowland and it's really international. I cannot talk about this, but in Netherlands I play in some festival and the people is is really fun and passionate and I think it's like Spain can be. Yeah.
0: Nice. What's your favorite place to play? Is it in a visa, your home? <laughs> Is is it is in tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going this year, weekend one. So maybe I'll see oh. you there. We
1: be there two weekends.
0: Awesome. Yeah, it'll be my first time going. It's Marland, so I can't wait. <laughs> nice. So what advice do you have for international artists, artists coming from outside of Spain who want to break into the Spanish scene? And then also, I guess, because looking at Ibiza apart, what advice do you have for someone who wants to play in Ibiza? Because that's, that's a big
1: accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, to play in Ibiza, it depends. is on making music, good music. Um, may the promoter in Ibiza listen to you. Uh, the other option is come to Evita and make some contact because it's a lot of party every day. The problem in Evita, yeah, in Spain is different. It's make music, moving the social media and try to round the following Spain. I think it's the way, but not just for Spain. If I want to play, play in Netherlands or another country that I am doing for this, is try to make pro- more promotion in this country. Try to release music and make these people, people from Netherland listen, and after want to have me.
0: Yeah, I think too, like you said in Ibiza, because there's so many big DJs and a lot of DJs have residency already and have following already. I I can imagine it would be really hard for um yeah someone someone new to come and to to get a name for themselves there. You know.
1: Sometimes I make my own party and I am. Invited different DJ and friends. But normally, the budget is not bigger. The fly is expensive. And it's really difficult to bring DJ that is not famous in the island for, for play. Yeah? yeah,
0: yeah. I bet that's hard. Um, so I want to talk a bit about your DJ career specifically. So when you go to prepare for a set, how do you decide what songs to to pick, how do you get ready for a set? Can you walk us through that process?
1: Yeah, my process is start making every song. Is I love to play, to mix different styles with the vocal, but some uh, instrumental, more techno, another more progressive, and together make something. But I am doing is, uh, imagine. And uh, now it's trending, or is sound one, famous song that everybody is listening for Deviguetta or whatever. Normally, I, I made my version. I made all my version. I'm building my set from every single minute. It's not just by music and mix. It's create every minute, all or, or my set, every song, every version. And that is that is my process. That Does that take a long time? Yeah, really, really long time. <laughs> Yeah, really long time. From the winter, normally, and more this month, March and, and April and May, I dedicate to building every song, because after, I just play and choice, I like this, this, but I like to have all this in done, yeah, all my song done. And yeah, I dedicate some months to do this.
0: Wow, that's that's a lot. So, yeah, you're getting ready for the summer now, and then during the summer, when you're at festivals and stuff, do you get inspiration from hearing other
1: music? Like, if you're at Tomorrowland or Ibiza, of course. In the summer, in the festival, you are listen music. Also, you are play. I am play different song, and I see who what song the people love, what know, what style. Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe, maybe feel inspiration. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure people get inspiration from your music too. They hear your your tracks, and they're like, "Oh, that sounds good," and you know, they might want to do something like that too. So, yeah that that makes sense. So, you've had an amazing career so far. What has been the most rewarding part, the best part, and what has
1: been the most challenging part? Okay, so far it's eleven years. It's not super far, yeah. It's eleven years working absolutely every day. Wow. But- <laughs> That my moment, I think, is right now. Right now, I have my own label I'm signed with really good labels. I am the best festival. And I feel ready. Now I feel ready. was 11 years working, finding my style. Um, also, like, person, because you need to, to feel security in the Digiboot, in your career, you need to take decisions. decision. Now I have really good thing with me after 11 years. I'm building something strong.
0: Wow. Yeah, that it's interesting that you said that. My next question was going to be in 2017, in an interview, you said in uh, DJ Mag Japan that that was the best year of your life. You were living your dream. So is it now or then? <laughs> no,
1: what's was my best moment until this moment. Okay, so 2017 and now. Yeah, no. Okay. I, th- I think every that I ha- that, that happened is I start in uh, two thousand twelve or yeah. 11, 11, 12, Yeah, was uh, slowly, but every year I building something and was better. I never, I never was like lying in my career. Every year I come up a little bit. If you asking to me next year, if everything go good, I would talk right now. Because, not because that moment in 23 is not good, it's because it could be better. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's just this. It's, um, I feel in that moment in, in 20, 27, I was really happy, but right now my career is much, much better.
0: That's that's amazing. Yeah, you said then you were living your dream. So between 2017 and now, were there any challenging moments or any moments where you thought you had to change things up or where you had to, yeah, go go through
1: a difficult time to, to yeah, get to lot, where you are now? A lot, a lot. I, I passed for a lot difficult time, yeah, in my career. Even the pandemic was hard for everything, but for artists was really, really hard, I lost absolutely everything, my work, my dream, my, my everything, my car, <laughs> it was mm-hmm. really, hard. I mean, um, but sometimes, a lot of time, I employed many times in the studio making music and after I didn't found good deal with what good label, Um. yeah. See, always a, I have some bad moment, but, I got pretty really
0: good, also. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you're a really positive person. Like you have a positive outlook on things, and I, I think that's really important, especially yeah, during the pandemic when we were we were all stuck at home, especially in Europe. Like in 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 the Netherlands and Spain, like we we were closed here in the Netherlands from March 2020 to February 2022, basically. I mean, on and off, but mostly closed and. Yeah, it was really, really hard on the scene. Like I had to change a lot of things that I did and but on a positive note, I started a podcast, so I guess
1: that's good. Uh, everything happy for you. <laughs>
0: yeah, e- exactly. But we did have to change the way that we did things. Did your style of music change during the pandemic? Because I noticed the music that I was yeah. listening to changed a little bit.
1: Yeah, change change. In the pandemic, um, the year after the pandemic, why? Because was no big event or festival. Uh, I play in uh, a small party. Everybody sit down. Of course, for the people sit down, you cannot play like a big room because mm, it can be will be sit down. I change my style for this time, but I combat my style after. Yeah,
0: I noticed during the pandemic for me, I was listening to less hard style and more like deep house
1: because if you're just house. sitting at home, if you're like, duh, 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 it's too much. house, the house, but not too, too hard because people can't dance and watch not too many
0: people. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm also an MC, an event MC. And when I was MCing live streams, it was really hard because everybody's at home. So you're like, put your hands up, but like nobody is there. Like, we're going hard tonight, but no, no, everyone's just, like, in their pajamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible time, but I'm glad that uh, that we're past that. Um, So I want to talk about last year, you were the first Spanish artist to perform on the main stage of Tomorrowland. What was that like?
1: Wow, it was a big responsibility for me, mm-hmm. and, and I was really a little bit nervous and a stressful month before but when I was in the stage it was really really amazing a lot of the Spanish people with the flag uh oh. country with me and yeah it was it was really good.
0: Oh that's so cool. So what big goals do you have for this year? Because that's huge.
1: Yes <laughs> ah, but yeah I uh one I did already, is is anybody know because it's no news, but I signed my first records with Tomorrowland and that's something that it uh, cost me some year. I sang a lot of records Finally, one is in Tomorrowland label and will be released this year. I have Tomorrowland main stage again and I have Tomorrowland Brazil main stage.
0: Oh, that's so cool.
1: Yeah, that is that's, something big for me
0: congratulations yeah I mean tomorrowland's huge that's that's amazing and tomorrowland Brazil sounds amazing too I've I've never been to Brazil but I bet that would be really nice
1: yeah I've been in Brazil but no tomorrowland will be my first time cool
0: well I'm excited for tomorrowland this year in Belgium um yeah I've been looking forward to to it for a long time so I'm sure you're gonna do do amazing there and you said you're playing both weekends then yeah I
1: played the first weekend um, in the Crystal Garden, mm-hmm. back-to-back with there and we play house set. And the second weekend, I play in the main stage, along Ooh. with...
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll only be there the first weekend, but I'll definitely come find you. So that's no problem. <laughs> that's awesome. So I w- this is a personal question from me. Um, My favorite remix from you is Red Flag. Um, I love that song. I was just listening to it yesterday. Um, I found the lyrics very relatable. Um, I think we all can relate to dating, whether it's a guy or a girl, but dating somebody like that. Can you tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind that remix and why you
1: picked to remix this song? I, I'm just curious. Yeah, I didn't make the lyric because it's one singer. I just made the remix, the electronic remix. Mm-hmm. You said that singer was in contact with me, um, I really love the the song, I have the idea, and I just bring the song to the tenth floor because was one pop song? Nice. And
0: do you see when you play it, people going crazy and things like that?
1: Yes, of course, of
0: course. <laughs> Singing along. <laughs> Yeah, what's your what's your process like then for for making a remix? Like do you do you hear a song and then are you already thinking in your head how you're going to remix cuz you have a lot of really good remixes. Like how do you go about choosing a song to make a remix and what what's that process look like specifically?
1: On song um, you you know what the style can be working or not. Yeah, depend depend on the voice the boys and the everything you can I can, you can feel what style will be working and after you just try.
0: Nice. So do, do you have a lot of remixes, songs you're working on now then? Is there anything you could tell us about or is it all a
1: secret? <laughs> I am working more in original this year, non remix. yeah? Everything that I'm doing this year is more original. I usually human one month ago. It's incredible song. I released one week ago, one version of Infinity um, and I I have another song releasing in June yeah
0: Ooh, oh that's good well this this interview will come out in June so that's good good timing <laughs> so then people can go and check that out so what's one thing that you wish you knew before you started DJing and producing that you know now
1: last thing I didn't know
0: yeah, like one thing that you didn't know that you wish you knew, or one thing you could tell your younger self 11 years ago when you first started. If you could say, Beatrice,
1: I wish oh, you knew this. Oh. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would talk to me a lot, a lot. Maybe, yeah, if I start in my style, like the style I am doing right now, and how building my set, I would love to know this 11 years ago building building a set so when it comes to building
0: a set do you try to start it off slow and pick it up or does
1: it depend on the crowd or is
0: it just the whole time fast depend on the
1: place yeah if i play in suaya before big arty like the big Geta, i i stop i start down and go ground yeah with my set if i play in one festival i always ground until the end but i start already yeah strong yeah because you go festival
0: yeah I, I think i think that's smart and also like you said you have to know who's who's coming on after you and and what song what what kind of music they play because obviously obviously you don't want to go like harder than them though we see that sometimes in hard style sometimes people just don't care they just go go really hard and then the next person's like playing softer than them <laughs> No,
1: it's really important building the night. If We are five d in the night. Cannot be a strong all time. We can. We need to build in something, and the people have fun. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so
0: that's like that's the main thing that you've learned. Then, so would you say eleven years ago your sets they weren't as much of a build? Like,
1: I, I built from the first. From I started like this. I always okay. was. That's good. Was was like this. But maybe I spend a lot of our found version that I like and I will go direct to make my own version that I am doing right now. Nice.
0: That's really cool. Um, I want to talk now a bit about your record label. So you said that's one of the big accomplishments that you've had. Um, Can you tell us a bit more about your label Come Closer? How did you come up with the name and what's the vision behind it?
1: Okay, Come Closer is... A name brand that is ground with me when I started it, because I always made party, come closer, is um, this word that means that I am, yeah? I want to be closer with the people. And I want, yeah, that. When I decided to have my label, I threw was the best name uh, for my label because I used, yeah, already, come closer was only, hang with B. Jones, yeah this brand and yeah was for this
0: nice so i i like what you said that you wanted to be closer to your fans so do you do you feel like you have a good connection with your fans now like you said it in tomorrowland with the flags do you have any other stories that you have like
1: with you know being close with your fans i am really close with my fans and um yeah I have every weekend when I go to play to wherever place, always is some people that can wait for me in the door, in the hotel. And yeah, if this connection is my fan feel that can be closer to me because I like this in my social media and always. Nice.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important, especially for the fans. And I'm sure like they have a lot of really special moments. And now with social media, it's easier to to connect with your favorite DJ. If we're looking 11, 12 years, I've been in the scene for about 13 years. But if we're looking in the last you know, 10 years or so, it wasn't, there wasn't Instagram, there was barely Facebook. So have you seen now that you're closer with your fans than in the past? I mean, you probably have more fans now though, of course, because, you know, you've gotten bigger
1: over time. Oh, help a lot. Yeah. It's, you can connect with your fan and connect with all the country different. Yeah. And that is, that's really good.
0: Yeah. Nice how do you find a balance then with keeping up the brand on social media and your label and DJing and traveling and being a mom and just, and being a, just a person? How do you balance? You do so many
1: things. How do you balance all that? Well, yeah, but I think the most important is try to have healthy life. I never uh, stopped doing sport, healthy food, sleeping, and when you are healthy, after organization, yeah, one book, write every day what you need to do. Sunday for labels, Sunday for travels, Sunday, and just this, yeah, organize.
0: Nice. So, what does a normal day look like for you? That so, do you you get up and you go to the gym? Do you go right to the studio, or what does like a day in the life for B Jones look like?
1: Yeah need half an hour for coffee, meditation, and <laughs> be grateful with the life. But after, I always, uh, I go to my son's sport, maybe gym, maybe Pilates, something. And I have to come back to home, shower, mm, some breakfast, prepare my lunch, and I go to the studio. I have one studio office that I spend the day when I am in Vita. And another day, just traveling. Yeah, but when I am in Vita, I... Because before I work in home, I have my small studio in home, but uh, that didn't work in for me. Uh, in home, you have too many distractions, yeah? And I just go out, spend the day working, come back around 6, 7, yeah. Yeah, I work from home and it, it can
0: be very distracting, <laughs> you know? you just I want to eat all day. I just want to go to the kitchen.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was eating, looking <laughs> to be coffee or an excuse to stop. Yeah, oh, I will take one coffee. Oh, I will. Oh, I need to clean this now. Yeah, stop, and I go back home.
0: Yeah, I have the same. I'm like, oh, I'll just put a load of laundry in. Oh, let me just get a snack. Or like the doorbell rings. It's a packet. It's really easy to get distracted. And then you're like, I've been away now for a while. You just, yeah, or I'm, I'm mostly back and forth from here to the kitchen. But yeah, that's, <laughs> I understand. So it sounds like you have a really good routine. How do you keep up the routine when you're traveling? Do you, you still you still meditate, coffee, go to the gym when you're on the road?
1: But I not. Sometimes not. Sometimes yes. When I go with time, I, yeah, meditate always. I think because it's so minute. But gin, sometimes yes, sometimes not. Good food difficult. When you are in one flight, you eat whatever. Yeah, and but when I come back to home, I I go again to the healthy life. Yeah, Cannot be. It's the gin and jam. Yeah, some buffet, some good, but balance.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely about balance. Um, But yeah, I can imagine it's hard if things are outside of your control, especially if you're in other countries too, where you don't know. Like, I don't know if you're in a country you've never been before, and like you don't know where the gym is or you don't know what food, what food they have. You know?
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) makes sense. So, uh, getting back to your label now. Yeah, I got a bit off topic because I was really interested in your routine. So, getting back to your label. How do you go about finding artists to go on to your label, Come Closer? Do you have any artists you're working with right now that you want to talk about? Or how do you f- select artists?
1: Yeah, I my my label is really down. I don't start to sign with another artist. Some artists, but sign, some that may with me. For the moment, is artists around me. But when I decided, I think in, after summer, I will start to release for other artists yeah it will be it will be easy because sometimes people send me demo all the time yeah a lot of producer artists send me demo and i just want to be ready to be able to push good this, all the song for the moment i am just one for month, and yeah the first one was just mine second one i released with eating that is incredible a sing, sing from singer from UK, and I am releasing another this month with Rudy J, that is an Italian artist.
0: Nice. So you get a lot of demos. Do you, how do you go about? Do you listen? Do you listen one by one, or what? What advice do you give to people? What's it like getting? I can't imagine people sending in. You probably get a lot. What What's that like? Or how do you give feedback to people?
1: Yeah, people send to me for different ways, social media, email, and I try to listen when I have time, yeah, use this. And I, for the moment, I just explain, I am not releasing uh, a lot of music right now, but in some months, we can talk again. Nice. Yeah,
0: and, and the summer is busy. The su- it's going to be busy now, so that...
1: <laughs> summer will
0: be It's going to be crazy now, So that, so that makes sense. So what are your goals for the future of the label and the artists that you want to have and your own releases?
1: Yeah, I built in the label first time because I want to... The first intention was because I don't want to one label told to me that song, not that song, yes. I want to make my music, love my music. I want to just release, yeah? And this was my intention but also to to help another artist. And that I want is just this, is start to release, continue to release my music, um, help another artist uh, to release her song.
0: Well, that's amazing. Yeah, and you work a lot with, with female artists too. So why is that important to you to like support other women in the scene?
1: Yeah, it's really important to support another woman because we are less yeah it's is i don't know for what but we are less and it's really important support woman support woman but not not just in this industry i think in the world yeah need to be like this
0: yeah i i also try to do that as well Um, my i feel like most of my guests on my podcast are women <laughs> they're like mostly of women but i'm always trying to support yeah, I'm always trying to support female artists and uh, with all the things that I do. I think that's, it, yeah, there's not a, not that many of us in the scene and and sometimes we have to work even harder to to get out there in, in the electronic music scene. It's tough. <laughs> so we're coming towards the end now. Uh, this is the question that I ask all the guests on the podcast. How do you rave for a cause or party for a purpose in your
1: life? that is it that i try to express myself and make happy person yeah the inspiration is coming always for the dance floor and yeah i take inspiration for the dance floor and just dedicate hour to to upgrade and and make something good nice
0: so where do you where have you been getting your inspiration from lately has it been in the clubs or demos people sending you or from just being
1: outside or meditation. Yeah, I think all together. Yeah, but yeah, listen music in Vita, of course. From the music because I I recite I recite every week a lot promo is the a lot song that the other artist release from the promo listen promo listen playlist in Spotify. Um, also in the gym the music. Yeah. Yeah, it can come from anywhere.
0: That's awesome, and yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are getting inspired by by your music, and yeah, by by this interview today, definitely. <laughs> so,
1: do you have anything that you want to say to your fans? And no, for the interview, because nothing about me. Just with the best, and I hope see you all in Ibiza this summer. Yeah, I hope
0: so. That'd be amazing. So, okay, last question. Where can people connect with you online? Where can they find your music? Where can they find your social media?
1: B. Jones DJ in Instagram and Facebook in Spotify and everywhere is B. Jones DJ.
0: Awesome, and I'll link to all of that in the show notes and in the description. So it's going to be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast. It's going to be everywhere, so <laughs> people can connect with you. Thank you so much for today, and yeah, I'll see you at Tomorrowland.
1: Thank you so much. See You're again.
0: welcome. <laughs> Bye. So that was my episode with B Jones. How cool is it that she was on the podcast? What an icon! What a legend! So this interview will be available on EDM House Network and Mag. So please give both of them a follow. You can check it out on there as well. So today we have a lot of announcements, a bit longer of an announcement segment. So first, kind of not bad news, but sad news. <laughs> I want to let everyone know that the podcast will be taking a break for the summer, but don't get too upset. We'll be back. But the last episode will be on June 16th. And the reason for this is I will be gone most of the summer um, between EDM House Network and Heartstyle Mag. I'll get to all those events in just a second. But I will be continuing to record over the summer and get you guys content. But yeah, in terms of putting out episodes and all of that, it's just, it's not possible if I'm not here. So not here in my office and all of that. So. We we have a lot coming up for the fall, so stay tuned for that. I'll give you an exact date of when we'll be back very soon, but... For now, it's definitely going to be the fall. So speaking of the summer, so at the time that you're watching or listening to this, I'm actually at Intense Festival in the Netherlands. So you can head on over right now to MC Unicorn Official and probably see what I'm doing over there at the festival. If you guys are planning on going there this weekend, come find me. Uh, you can also find me at Hardstyle Mag um, on their Instagram. I'll be going live. And yeah, you can check out my full party report, my full review it will be up next week, so stay tuned for that. Then the following weekend, I'll be in Frankfurt for World Club Dome. It's my first time going. I'm so excited. It's actually my first outdoor event in Germany. I've gone to three indoor events, but I've never been to like a proper festival in Germany, so I'm really excited. Um, Yeah, I'm going with EDM House Network, so I'll give you guys some more information on that in the coming weeks of, you know, where to find the party report and yeah, any kind of cool things that happen there. I'm really excited. Then after that, I have Awakenings in the Netherlands, then Tomorrowland in Belgium, Forbidden Island in Croatia, Dream Village in the Netherlands, and more things to come, which I'll I'll announce uh, over time. But yeah, basically, guys, this summer, it's it's a lot. So (laughs) um, that's why the podcast will be taking uh, a little bit of a break. Um, There's another reason why we're taking a break and that leads me to my next announcement. So I'm looking to add some new members to the Drop Base Not Bombs team. So if you're passionate about video editing, social media, marketing, graphic design, or if you have any skills that I haven't mentioned that you think would be relevant to the podcast. Please send me an email to DropBaseNotBombsNL at gmail.com. You can also check out our website, DropBaseNotBombs.nl. And let's chat. I'm always looking to connect with some new people. And the podcast is celebrating its two-year anniversary in June. So that's really exciting. Um, you know, we're growing, expanding every day. And yeah, just new, you know, now we're on YouTube and TikTok. And yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, in two seasons, it's great. I started drop base not bombs in 2017. It was just me myself and I and just a Facebook page and a dream and yeah, I'm I'm really happy with the way things have been going and yeah, I can't wait to see it continue to grow. So, let's see, I have more stuff on my list here. So, that being said, if you guys do want to support the podcast cuz obviously it takes a lot of time, um a lot of resources, so If you want to support me and the podcast, there's a couple of ways that you can do so. So first you can support the podcast for as little as 99 cents a month by going to Spotify. So for those of you listening, if you just go over to Spotify, there's a link right there. If you're watching on YouTube, you can follow, hopefully you follow us on Spotify as well. That would be awesome. And there's a link right there in the bio that you can support the podcast. Yeah, 99 cents a month, guys, that's cheaper than, that's like way cheaper than a cup of coffee. Coffee is like ridiculous now. It's like $5 for a cup of coffee. So, or whatever, four euros, depending on where you are. So if you'd like to, you know, support me in the podcast, Um, There's a bunch of different options to do so but the cheapest option is 99 cents a month and anything helps guys really appreciate it as you guys know this is not my full time job I have a normal job on top of a myriad of side hustles (laughs) and then um, of course the podcast and content creating and all the articles and things that I do so yeah I would really appreciate any support that you guys have. Um you can also support me and the podcast by heading on over to patreon.com. So I have another podcast, it's called Raver's Revelations and it's me and my friend Elena where we read and react to your festival stories. We've covered a wide range of topics such as festival first, love and sex, pet peeves and your most unexpected moments. The episodes are hilarious and it's cool she's one of my best friends so Kind of like you're in a conversation with just two friends backstage or two friends waiting for the bathroom at a festival kind of thing. So it's very different than this podcast, but it's cool because you get to see like the different sides of my personality. So that one, so for as little as $5 a month, you can support us. You can get access to exclusive content. So head on over to patreon.com slash ravers revelations, or you can click on the link in the bio or description or on Instagram and become a Patreon today. So my next announcement, as always, you guys know by now, is from friend of the podcast Shroom Beach. Shroom Beach has fun and comfortable psychedelic clothing and beach wear. So it's summer, guys. It's festival season. Time to hit the beach. It's time to hit those festival grounds. You want to look great in your outfit. So every year, they donate 10% of their profits to the Psychedelic Institute, which is an amazing cause You can use code MCUNICORN20 to save some money today and get your outfits just in time for festival season. My last announcement is I have a code for you guys to use at Drop Zone Festival. This is the final announcement for this code. So last chance, uh, it's your last chance to save money on your ultimate hardstyle holiday this summer. And the reason for that, it is in July. It's literally right around the corner. So this is the last chance to get that discount. If you guys have been listening to the podcast by now, you know I'm an official ambassador for Drop Zone. I went last year. I had a blast. It's the ultimate, ultimate hard cell holiday um, on PAG Island in Croatia. So on here comes the code. I'm going to read it out. Get a pen and paper. It's D Z D U C Q. D as in dog, Z as in zebra, D as in dog, U as in umbrella, C as in cat, Q as in queen. So enter that at checkout at dropzonefest.com. And yeah, let's party in Croatia this summer. So that's all for today. If you'd like the podcast, leave a thumbs up, share it with a friend, follow us on Patreon, Ravers Revelations, follow me on Instagram, MC Unicorn Official, follow us on Instagram, DropBaseNotBomZanel. We're also on TikTok now. We'll see you guys Friday, June 16th for the final episode before the summer, but then we'll be back. Bye.